Now I'd like to read some verses from John's Gospel. It's a well-known Gospel. It's John's Gospel, chapter 1. And verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. And him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shineth in the darkness, and the darkness comprehendeth it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness, to bear witness of the light, that all men through him might believe. We go down to verse 12. But to as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. We'll go to verse 29 now. The next day John, this is John the Beloved, or John the Baptist, saith Jesus coming unto him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. We'll go to the last verse here, this chapter, verse 49. Nathanael answered and said unto him, Rabbi, we Rabbi, thou art the Son of God, thou art the King of Israel. We'll go to chapter 3 now. In verse 1, there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, I understand Rabbi is a polite word, a polite way of saying teacher. Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, I say unto you, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. We'll go down to verse, uh, verse 14. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Chapter 4 and verse 10. This is the Lord Jesus is speaking to the, the woman of Samaria at the well. And verse 10, he says, Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that saith unto, unto me, Give me to drink, thou would have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. The Lord will add a blessing to the reading of his precious word. The Lord Jesus himself, when he was on earth, he read from the scriptures in the little synagogue of Nazareth where he had been brought up. That's what he'd done every Sabbath. And the Savior stood up in the wee synagogue and he began to read. I would love to have been there to hear the Savior read. And when he opened up the book or the scroll, it would be in those days. And he said that the Lord has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. To heal the broken heart and to give deliverance to the captive, recovering of sight to the blind, 
and he set at liberty them that are bruised. And the eyes of them all were fastened on him as he spoke the gospel to them. My dear friends, tonight we preach the gospel. It's the gospel not about ourselves, but it's about the glorious person of our Lord Jesus Christ. What was on my mind for this meeting was the thought of God. That's a tremendous thought. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. And then we have a man sent from God. And then we have as many as to receive him, to them give you power to become the sons of God. And then we have, behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. And then we have Nicodemus. Nicodemus was a wonderful man. He came to the Lord Jesus by night. I remember a man preaching in us many years ago on the wireless. And he said, people criticize because he came by night. And I asked the question, did ever you come to Christ? Either morning, noon, or night. And there's a Savior willing and able to save to the very uttermost all that have come on God by hand. So Nicodemus, he came to Jesus by night. And he said, Rabbi, we know. He could have been speaking there maybe on behalf of the uh, Sanhedrin. We know that thou art a teacher come from God. If, uh, if, they, if John the Baptist was a man that was sent from God, here we have a man that has come from the very presence of God. Some I love that hymn, down from the glory the Saviour came, down to the cross and the death of shame, gazing and wonder I there exclaim, Jesus died for me. And Nicodemus, you know, he got saved that very night. And Nicodemus said to him, he says, Master, he said, and the Lord Jesus said to him, the very first words the Lord Jesus said to Nicodemus is, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus was a great man. He was a mighty man. He knew the Old Testament. Probably could have quoted the first five books of the Old Testament off by heart. But the Lord Jesus, he told them one thing that he needed that night, and that was the new birth. Now, the Lord Jesus, he was a teacher. He was the teacher. No teacher as great as the Savior. And Nicodemus himself was a teacher. But the Lord Jesus taught Nicodemus one thing that I'm sure he never forgot, was he needed to be born again. I think everybody in the meeting tonight would realize that they need to be born again. Or they'll never enter heaven. We used to sing that. Only blood-washed ones are there, the ransom, unforgiven. But he goes down the chapter with them, and he explains it to them, how the new birth can come about. He says, as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. It wouldn't be much of a meeting if we didn't mention the cross, dear friends. The Lord Jesus was lifted up upon the cross at Calvary. And sometimes we sing, lifted up with he to die. And as finished was his cry. Now in heaven exalted high. Hallelujah. What a saviour. Nicodemus could have got saved at that time. But he goes on to tell him something greater. It was big news for Nicodemus that he needed to be born again. He had never heard the like of this before. But then when he heard even greater news, he heard this. He heard this something. He heard that God so loved the world. He never heard that before. 
He thought that he was a Jew and that God only loved the children of Israel. But he learned that night that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. There's some men in the Bible and they've been giving things. And they've been helping other people and they've been giving things. There's a, there's a master of them right through the Old Testament that God gave his son, dear friend. And he gave him to Calvary. And he gave him to the cross. With all its shame and with all its suffering, God so loved the world. You know, we couldn't tell you all of that love. David Craig used to sing that lovely hymn. Oh, I can't tell you all of his love. Or why he should die on the tree. But one thing I know, he loved me so. And I know that he died for me. The, the hymn goes something. Have you heard of the lamb that was slain? Who left his bright glory above. He came to save poor fallen man. For oh, it was wonderful love. It was love that led him on to Calvary upon the cross. And he laid down his sinless, spotless life that we might be saved for the great eternity. I believe Nicodemus trusted Jesus that night. On that very night. Now he was a, he was a, a Christian. That someone has said he was a three-day Christian. First of all, he spoke for the Lord Jesus. This was his conversion. Then his confession was when he was at the Feast of the Tabernacles. And the Lord Jesus stood and he cried, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink, for out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. There was a great division among the people concerning the Savior, who he was. Some believed and some did not believe. And then they sent the officers to take the Savior. And those officers went to take him. And during the time I believe that they went to take him, it was that time that the Lord Jesus cried that lovely verse, If any man thirst, let him come unto me. And drink. When they come back without the Saviour, they asked them, Have you not brought him? <laughs> and they said, No. He said, Never a man speak like this man. And they said, Are you also deceived? And then Nicodemus speaks up. The man who came to Jesus by night, he speaks up for his Lord. And he said, Doth our Lord judge any man before I hear him? And they said, Are ye also deceived? But then Nicodemus not only did his conversion, not only that, but and then his confession, but when the Saviour was crucified, he had the great honour, and that thus we must be soft. He had the great privilege of Joseph or Arimathea. Those great men, tenderly. I heard Mr. Frank Knox, and mind you, Frank could have preached very roughly at times. But he said, no mother would be as tender with her firstborn child as those two disciples were, Nicodemus and Joseph of Arimathea. They went tenderly to the cross, dear friends. The wounded Saviour, they took him down gently, tenderly, and they laid him in a new tomb, my blessed Saviour. And then they went away. But the third appointed morning, dear friend, he's no longer lying in the tomb. God raised his son from the dead and he's a great saviour tonight and he's in this meeting and I believe he's speaking in this meeting and you can be saved not only for the years of time alone but you can be saved for the great eternity. Now John's Gospel chapter 1 there's one verse I have left in the beginning was the word 
and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Robert Murray McShane, that great man in Scotland many years ago, he said, the word, of a man is, uh, the word of a man is a man's word. You can stand over that. And the Lord Jesus' word was that he would go to the cross, and upon the cross of Calvary, he would take the guilty sinner's place. The word of a man. Then we have John the Baptist. He was a great man. A man sent from God. That's what we need today amongst us. We need preachers that are sent from God. I was thinking that the other night as I heard those preaching at Buckner and they were getting help. We just don't want anybody that would just think and the like. But here's a man, John the Baptist, a man sent from God. God sent him into John the Baptist was a very, very plain man. I'd like to put out the three things about him. He, had, he was a plain-dressed man. He had, he had a plain diet, Lucas and Wild Honey. He had a plain message, repent. And he lived in a plain place, the wilderness of Judea. And mind you, because he, he was plain, but that man was so great that out went Jerusalem, Judea, and all the regions round about Jordan to hear this great man. And this man preached the gospel, and many were brought at that time into the kingdom of God through the preaching of John the Baptist. Now, but the last word, the last word, the last word I have here is the woman of Samaria. The Lord Jesus, uh, he was weary with his journey. He had a roundabout journey to come to Samaria, and he came to Samaria. He was weary with his journey. There we see the humanity of our blessed Saviour. He knew what it was to be weary. He knew what it was to be thirsty. And their friend, and he met the woman of Samaria. He was waiting on her. I found out recently, any time I had to go to see anybody, it was very important. I'm telling you, they weren't waiting on me. I had to wait on them. If you go to see a doctor, you have to take your time. Wait your time. If you go to see a solicitor, you have to wait your moment. If you're going to see a dentist, you have to wait their time. Well, my dear friends, this touches my very heart. Here was a woman of Samaria, an outcast, sinful woman, and yet the Savior was waiting at the well for her. He began to talk to her, and he asked her for a drink. And yet the Lord Jesus said, he can, the Lord Jesus at the cross, he was thirsty, and he got no drink. No drink. Now, the, the woman of Samaria recognized him. Somewhere or another, he says, How is it that thou, being a Jew, ask me, a woman of Samaria, for a drink? And he says, The well is deep. From whence knowest, well, have you no, nothing to draw with? The Lord Jesus said to her, If thou knewest the gift of God. I want you to listen to this, dear friend. If thou knewest the gift of God. The gift of God is eternal life. Nothing can be greater than that. The gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. If thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that saith unto thee, thou would have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. And she went away. And she went away into the city. And she told the men of the city, Come see a man 
they've told me all things ever I did. Is not this the Christ? Used to be a preacher with us, I'll finish, by the name of George Goodman. He was a great teacher. And he gave a lesson about the woman at the well. He said, the Lord Jesus, he said, he came to Sager's well. He was speaking to a number of children down in Bournemouth, I think it was, at the seaside. And there was a great lady that lived up in the hill. And she came down with her chariots and with her footmen. And she wanted to hear Mr. Goodman speaking to the children, the young ones. And he spoke to the Samaritan woman. And he said, how many SWs is in this lovely story? So he said, I'll give you a start. He says, Sager's well. So the saviour of the world, he came to Sager's well. He met a Samaritan woman. She was a sinful woman. She became a saved woman. She became a spiritual worshipper. And she got a drink of the spiritual water. He said, I think we had exhausted it. We couldn't go no further with it. And this, nobody put up their hands except the lady from up on the mountain. She put up her hand and she said, don't forget Mr. Goodman. She went away into the city and she told the men of the city, come see a man that told me all things ever I did. He said, she became a soul winner. Oh, dear friends, it was lovely tonight. If we could, see, if we could win a soul for Christ and see them saved, not only for the years of time alone, but for the great eternity. Thank you.